0: Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle, it's The Melting Pat, and it starts right now.
1: You're to The Melting Pat. Here's your host, Pat Joplin.
0: Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome back, sir. Welcome to the show, everybody. The Melting Path, The Next Level Network. How are you? I am, uh, as patrons heard yesterday or the day before, I don't know when I'll put that up. Uh, It's cold down here. It's very cold. We have to figure out how to handle that. Hopefully soon. We'll think about that. We'll try to get the wheels in motion. Other than that, we're okay. We're good. Uh, No new leaks to report, so that's helpful. Uh, But it is very cold. So I hope you're staying warm and safe and dry and all the other things. If it snowed where you are, if it didn't then I hope you're staying, I don't know, warm and dry and cuddly and cozy anyway. All right? Great. Great, great, great. That's, uh, I don't know why. Why am I stalling? There's There's no reason for me to stall for time. I don't know why I keep doing that. But anyway, we got some things going on to discuss, everybody. We'll talk about living room dance parties. Living room dance parties. Yeah, it's a new thing we're doing. I mean, we've done it before. We would just put on some tunes and kind of jam out. But I'll talk about why we do it now. I might talk about the Wall Street Journal. I might save that for the newsletter. You know what? We're going to kick that to the newsletter, and uh, you can sign up for that. Get that in a couple of weeks. There we go. Executive decision made on the fly. How about that? And shout out to Jimmy from Mayfair, who uh, whoever, however many of you did this. Thank you so much. You've been blowing up the Jot form and uh, sending in your questions. I appreciate it for sure because we have a handful of questions that we're going to do today, which is good because I'll let you in on a little secret, everybody. I had nothing for today. <laughs> well, I had a plan for the show. We had an idea that we were going to make it do a thing. Something was going to happen, and it hasn't uh, hasn't worked out yet. Scheduling is tough. I'll, I'll just leave it there. Um, so I had a backup plan. I got a couple things in mind, and then I was like, all right, you know what? Let's uh, dig into the mailbag, the mailbag here, and uh, that's what we're going to do. So we got a handful of questions for the end of the show. We may hear from the captain as well. And then that should be that for today. What I want to say, though, you know what? We'll save this for the end of the show. We'll do it for the end of the show. A little uh, something I realized, how fortunate I am. We'll do that at the end of the show. We'll send you off a nice little positive message so we're not getting mad all the time. I don't think we're going to get mad today. But, um, yeah, we'll save that to the end of the show. And uh, we got some questions. So maybe a bit of a quicker episode today, which is good because it's late. So, <laughs> so there we go. All right. Before we do that though, we have a song from our friends and this is from again, several months ago. Cause I'm the worst. If you don't remind me, I'm not going to be able to, I'm just going to forget. This is what happens. Um, so our friends, a new nowhere. And I actually remember when they asked me about this, if I was going to play this song and I said, of course I will. When I posted several months ago, the one-star review that I got from that weirdo who stalked me on the internet and said, "Oh, this guy, he's the worst or whatever. Uh, which I do. I am actually grateful to that guy because I think of that randomly every so often, and I just laugh. Like, what a loser. It's great. Anyway, not the point of the story, but uh, they saw that post and commented on my, I guess, Instagram and said, oh, would you like to feature our new song? Because at the time, they had a new song. And now, several months later, where, what was it? September, October, November, December, January, four months later, right? They said, hey, so here I am coming back around. That's not as bad as the one time when I played, I think, Like Giants. And by the time I played, remembered to play their song, they had broken up. And so this is not as bad as that, but I'm sorry that I forgot to do this when it was new and so you don't get the extra bump of somebody mentioning you during your like press junket tour phase of the song. So my apologies for that. I'm very sorry. But our dear friends, our, our longtime friends, they knew nowhere. They went away for a while and now they're back. We played a couple of, we played another song from them recently. I don't know when recently is. But we definitely played Neurotic on the show, and now they're back. I guess, well, maybe by now they'll have a new song, like, tomorrow. But (laughs) release a song on a Sunday. That's it. There you go. Is that going to work for anybody? Probably not. But anyway, we have a new song. It's new to us, and that's what we'll do. That's how we phrase it. It's new to us. Find them on social media at A New Nowhere. That's A-N-E-W-N-O-W-H-E-R-E, A New Nowhere. On social media, tell them Pat sent you and say, sorry, I took so long. Don't, you don't have to say that. I did it. So anyway, their latest, it is called Wretched, A New Nowhere. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back.
1: I can't feel my soul
0: And there you have it, our friends, our dear friends, A New Nowhere with their latest, well, it's new to us, wretched. It's the Meltic Pat, the next level network. I made a mistake there. First of all, thank you to A New Nowhere for the song and for uh, writing a riff low enough for me to sing. Second of all, I tried to do that in one breath, and I've had a cough for six months or whatever, and so that was a poor decision, right? I should have I should have stopped. See? It, there it is. I should have stopped and uh, taken a breath, and we could have done a little more. We could have done that, um, but I didn't think of that, and I did it now. I don't know. It's fine. Just splice that together, and uh, I'm not going to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier this way. A new nowhere on social media. A new nowhere. It's two words. It's three words. Not a new not like we found this place anew. No, no, no. Not we found this nowhere anew. No, it's a like a brand new nowhere. That's what it is. All right. Pat, I think they get it. I think you know what? I think you're right. You're right. I think you get it. You're smart enough. Maybe. I hope. Um well, uh, thanks for being here anyway. Thank you, A New Nowhere. Wretched, go get it where you get your stuff. Tell them Pat sent you. And um, don't tell them that I messed up the riff. Don't tell them that they don't need to know that. But uh, tell them I played the song and you heard it from me. You heard their song from me, and they'll be happy about that. All right. Oh my God, what are we doing? What are we doing? I have no idea. All right, let's do, <laughs> let's do this, and then uh, and then we'll go to the mailbag. That's how we'll break this up. We'll keep this as one segment here, and then we'll do the mailbag and then that. All right. So the thing we used to do. Before we had the kid, even after we had the kid, is we'd just be sitting around, nothing on TV, nothing going on, and we'd just pull up YouTube. And, or maybe we did this when also when the kid was younger and loved music videos, is we would put up and play whatever we wanted, like whatever we thought was good, things that we listened to in high school, basically, and just have dance parties. Like he'd listen, he'd be all excited, he'd be mesmerized by what's on the TV with colors and moving around and whatnot and the music and stuff. Um, and it was great. And he's out of that phase for now. Now it's all uh, Leo the Wild Ra- Wildlife Ranger, which is a YouTube thing from Singapore. He's into The Land Before Time, which is great, which I love. I watched The Land Before Time movies as a kid, and there's a show. There are 14 movies, so we put on the YouTube things, and he loves that, and other stuff, these weird ASMR videos with fish and hamsters, and they're annoying. But the other things are pretty good. But what we used to do is put on some music videos, or just music, and just have a dance party. Just like, yep, we're not doing anything. We're just going to dance, have a good time, and put on whatever we listened to in high school, and, which ranges from all across many genres. And uh, it's been really fun. And so what we do now, what we've started to do this week, is he's, he stopped napping, really. Well, he got sick, and then, you know, the sleep schedule's way off, and everybody's messed up. But we're coming out of it, and he stopped before he got sick. He stopped napping, right? And so what we have to do... Is around, I don't know. We don't want him to go to bed too early. Then he's waking up at like four o'clock or five o'clock or whatever. And nobody's good for that. Like, that's not good for anybody. And so, what we do is we try to keep him up. Uh, you know, we, you feed him sugar and stuff. And <laughs> another thing we do is we just have dance parties. We put on music from whatever, Spotify, YouTube music, whatever it is, at Pandora, anything. And we just have dance parties to songs that we like. Mom and dad are like, yeah, this is great. We listen to this. We were you know, whenever, and he's just like watching us doing, making moves and he's making moves. He's got, he's got better moves than me for sure. And it's just been really fun lately. Cause like, we've had a lot going on. We've all got we got sick and the snow and ice and leaks and all this other stuff going on. And just to have another, a little sliver of, Hey, here's a fun thing that we can do instead of like hearing him be cranky cause he's tired and it's too early to go to sleep. So we just put on some music. He jumps on his trampoline. He's got some moves And we just have a really great time having dance parties in the living room. And I'm sure if you do this, here's what I want to know: if you have dance parties in your living room with your kids or by yourself, whatever you do, um, what's your go to? What do you do? Like, what's your like? Do you have an album that you go to? Do you have like a did you make a playlist? Or did we just? I think we just searched like, I don't know, two thousands pop radio or whatever, and all kinds of stuff comes up, and so we can find some uh, some joy in that. Uh, But what do you go to? Do you go to Spotify and you have a playlist? Do you go to YouTube? Do you go to wherever? Let me know. If you have a dance party with your kid or by yourself or with whoever, what's your go-to? Where's your, what's your source? And what is your, like, what's the song that gets everybody rolling? How's that? Because we went with, uh, there was some Counting Crows in there. There was, some, there was some Tupac in there, I think, the other day. We had some, who else do we have? Well, Jill has all the boy bands and whatnot. You know, you're in sync, you're Backstreet Boys, uh, and then some Spice Girls make their way in, and what else was there? There was something else that came up that we really both got a kick out of. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. Anyway, um, I thought it was going to come to me. It did not, so there we go. That's how we handle that. We just move on. We just move on. So yeah, if you do this, if you uh, keep, have a dance party to keep your kid awake so they don't go to sleep too, er- too early then uh, let me know what's your go to with um with your songs where like do you have a playlist that you made yourself or do you do what we did and just look for a playlist that sounds like it'd be good and uh and go from there cuz that's what we've done and so far it's been real good so it's been really fun so we're going to check it out we're going to try that out probably tonight unless he's napping now i don't know but um i'm sure i'll find out in about 30 seconds if he's napping or not cuz Jill's probably heard me and has said no he's not napping you idiot get up here it's time to you know, time for you to take over. So anyway, (laughs) so that's the thing we've been doing. It's been fun. Like with all the, like the crappy stuff that's been going on, um, some of it in our control, some of it not. Actually, most of it not in our control at all. It's just nice to have a thing to do that's been fun and helping us all get over the sickness that we had and just uh, also trying to keep him, I don't know, keep us from going insane and keep him kind of on an even keel, as it were. And we're doing our best. God damn it. We're having fun. We're having fun. We're having a good time. No, we are. It's not, it's not distressed dad on vacation. We're actually having a good time. So there you go. So if you do dance parties, let me know. What's your go-to? What's your song? What's the jam you go to first to get it rolling? Or one that you go to when like the chips are down, as it were, and you're like, we need one. This is, we, need, we got our ace in the hole. What's your ace in the hole of songs to play at a living room dance party? Let me know. All right break. There we go. That's, I think that's a good way to go to break. We just, we make the noise, we clap and then we just do it. All right. We're take a break. We'll, uh, we'll reach into the mailbag and answer some of your questions right after this. Okay. Update real quick. Uh, kids not sleeping. You know, I don't hear, I, sometimes I can hear them when they're doing stuff and sometimes I don't for a little while. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, maybe he actually threw a curveball and took a nap. That'd be great. But uh, I just heard him scream. So he did not <laughs> in a good way. He, they're having fun. You're having a good time. So <laughs> update for you on that. He is not sleeping. So we may have another dance party tonight. We will see. Well, we're gonna watch uh watch our friends on Twitch. AW Dynamite is tonight. This is Wednesday. I'm doing this. So we're gonna watch our friends on Twitch and watch the wrestling. And then after that, if he doesn't fall asleep during the wrestling, which he sometimes does, um, then we will have a dance party and it'll be great. All right. All right. So there we go. That's your there's your update on that. And we have We're jumping into the mailbag for today. Thank you to Jimmy from Mayfair, whoever, or however many of you there were. I do appreciate that for blowing up the JOT form. Sorry if these are late. Um, It's just how it happens, but the timing now works out. Because again, I had nothing for this week. (laughs) I had the dance party thing and the other things that ended up kicking to the newsletter. um, And that's it. So there you go. But we have a little positive thing that we're going to end the show with. I think that'll work out well. Or maybe it won't, it'll be a disaster. I don't know. But in any case, let's answer some of your questions. Uh, all right, Pat, I have a wrestling question for you. Sorry to your mom. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you. That's someone who listens to the show. Uh, I'm wondering, should AEW or another company try to compete with WWE after WrestleMania? First of all, I like that you said after WrestleMania. Because if you come up now, like the Royal Rumble is in two weeks or less than two weeks. and Or no, it'd be a week from... The day this comes out, right? Yeah. All right. So the Royal Rumble's coming up. And then that is like in between is all the build up to WrestleMania. So all the stars, the Rock was just on Raw two weeks ago. So all the big names are coming back because you're trying to get that push, build some interest to WrestleMania, right? And so coming in now would be stupid. Like, don't do that. So I'm glad you put the qualifier out that after WrestleMania, because if you're trying to do it now, there's no chance. So... Do I think another AEW? No, I don't. I really don't. And I, I'm going to try to find a clip from years ago. We interviewed the then president of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Carrie Silken, on our college radio show. And we asked him about competing with WWE and how, and he said it's basically fruitless because they're a machine. And they have the head start from the 80s, the mid-80s, when they be, you know, really became a big thing. And no one else has that name recognition. And you know what? I'll try to find the clip. I'll try to put it here. And if I can't find it, then uh, damn it. I wouldn't, that means I didn't have time to listen to the interview. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it would be foolish to try to do it now, like in this time, like in January or February or March, right? The build to WrestleMania, you're not competing. You're not going to do it. And I don't mean to diminish what everyone else is doing because we love AEW. We watch it every week, right? We we enjoy it enough to watch it live with our friends and have fun, and we like it it's wrestling, we enjoy wrestling as a whole, and so anything we can really watch that can entertain us, which for us, the bar is not that high uh we're gonna stick with it and so i I don't think competing's the wrong word because they're not on the same nut like I feel like wrestling you shouldn't okay, so the Monday night war back in the day it was. WWF with Raw and WCW with Nitro. They ran on the same night at the same time. One was eight to ten. One was nine to eleven. Right. So they ran at the same time on the same night. That's a battle. That's a war. And guys were jumping back and forth between companies. They didn't have the the non compete clauses that they have now, or maybe they did. I don't know. Um, but I remember there was a Raw that was taped, you know, one day, and then a live Nitro the same day. So like you saw, you watched that Raw. Oh, Lex Luger's on Raw. Great. And then you watch, you flip over to Nitro that's live and he showed up on Nitro. Oh my God, that's crazy, right? You don't have that because when people get let go, specifically from WWE, they have a 90-day non-compete clause. So they can't go to any other promotion that's on TV. And so that part is gone. You're not going to see that. And also, like, the landscape's different. It's completely different. Where, like, in, in 1997... You could only watch one thing on TV at a time. You could watch Raw, you could watch Nitro, you could flip back and forth, I guess. But there was no like other screen, other device to have where you could watch them both at the same time. Or like you taped one then you watched the other whatever. Like the technology wasn't there. And so you had to pick one. Today, you can pick one and watch it whenever you want. Right? You can tape it. Like YouTube TV has a has DVR, I'm sure other things have DVR and you can tape it. Tape it. That's how old I am. You can record it. And watch it whenever you want. And then they, I don't know, calculate the ratings or whatever. And I, I will be honest, I don't care about ratings for anything. Uh, you put on a decent show, put on a, dec- a good show that I'm going to enjoy, which again, for us, the bar is not high. We're going to watch it and we're going to have fun. We're going to find a way to enjoy it and find, th- find no, not find a way to enjoy it, but find things that we like. And it's not that hard for us to do that, right? So the rating stuff doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, but the landscape's different. It's not gonna work. Like even if you have like when AEW first started, it was on um or NXT was on Wednesdays. WWE's third brand was on Wednesdays. So technically, yes, they went head to head and that was a whole thing, whatever. But it wasn't the main show against the main show. It wasn't AEW Dynamite premiered on a Monday at nine o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever, going head to head with Raw. Because that would have been stupid. They would have lost. Because the brand recognition is not with AEW, a very young company. It's with WWE. and somebody who doesn't watch wrestling thinks wrestling, they probably don't think of AEW. Right? And I'm that again, I'm a fan of AEW. I watch it. I follow it. Furthermore, I, well, I watch Dynamite now at this point and the pay-per-views. But the recognition there is like it's not it's not at a point at a place where it can be to have a war, right? Or to win a war. Like WCW had Ted Turner money. And they were coming up. They had the recognition, right? And then WWF, Vince McMahon, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to rehash the story. But I think we're getting off track. Should AEW or another company try to compete with WWE after WrestleMania? No. No, they shouldn't. Because I think they can both exist as wrestling shows. Like, yeah, you're going to have, oh, guys going here and saying this about this. Oh, I worked here, and this company sucked because of this, and this place is great. And then they go to the other place and go, oh, this place is great. This place sucks because of this or that, and that, all this other nonsense back and forth. And I don't care about any of that. I've not cared about any of the dirt sheet stuff since I was doing a radio show in college, and we had to fill two hours every week, twice a week. So I don't, I don't concern myself with that ever anymore. I watch the show that's on TV. I enjoy what I see. I don't enjoy what I don't enjoy, and that's that. Overall, I enjoy both companies what what they're putting out on TV, because that's what I focus on. Whatever's on TV, that's what I want to see. Put on a good show, I'm going to watch it when I have time. But no, I don't think they should try to compete because I think they can just they can coexist as wrestling companies. TNA can coexist. Well, no, they were Impact. Now they're back to total nonstop action. They can do it. You know, New Japan. I think they're getting a. Do they have a US TV deal? I have no idea um AEW, WWE, they can all coexist as wrestling shows pulling in wrestling fans and yeah there's always going to be that us versus them tribalism stuff i don't care i watch both watch one watch the other watch all three four five watch i don't it doesn't matter it doesn't like watch whatever you want whatever brings you joy in on your tv screen or your phone or wherever you watch your stuff if that brings you joy then you should keep watching and keep following and join a message board. And they're, they're almost dead, unfortunately. Join a Discord. Join a, uh, jump onto a Twitch stream. Jump, join a whatever, right? To find a, a Twitter thread or on threads or a Facebook group or something, right? Go hang out with people who talk about, uh, who watch the show and talk about it with that. Like find a community with the show you like to watch and do that. Or find a community with other shows you like to watch and do that. The whole tribalism of, oh, we only watch this one, we only watch that one. I mean, you could do that. I think it's stupid. But you could do whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not trying to call anybody out here. Do whatever you want. But I think the idea that they have to be in competition solely because they're both wrestling shows. In the day and age when you can watch them whenever you want, especially now they're not on the same night. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to miss what they did because I'm watching this. That doesn't really exist anymore for the most part. Aside from when WWE runs pay-per-views on Saturdays, which competes with Collision. But again, you can watch the pay-per-views, the the premium live events, sorry, whenever you want. And Collision, you can DVR, watch live, whatever. So the idea that they have to compete, is it only goes, I think, in my mind so far in that they're both wrestling companies and they got to stay on the air. So they got to put on a good enough product to stay on the air. And so for me, they should focus on that, doing their show their way, however that is, and not worry about what the other company's doing. That's how I would handle it, because you're not competing head-to-head with any of these companies anymore. And I don't know, as far as I know, it's going to stay that way. But generally, you're not competing straight, straight against them anymore. And so that part is gone. And so the only thing you should really focus on in terms of competition is are more people talking about your show or like, are people talking about your show in a positive way because of what you're doing? And so focus on just so competing. You should really compete with yourself and not, not worry about what the other guy's doing because they're going to do what they're going to do. And you got to do what you got to do. And you're not the only way you're really competing is that you're both wrestling shows. And so I don't think that we should have this kind of tribalism stuff going on, but it's going to happen. But I, again, I think it's dumb, but that's me. Um, so should they try to compete? No, no, they shouldn't because WWE is the machine and, you know, evil empire, whatever you want to call them. Like they, they are the, uh, the standard, I guess. If, and what I mean to, what do I mean by that is if someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling looks up wrestling, they're likely going to find WWE first. That's just how it goes. That's just, and I'm not, I've not tested this. I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> it's not a scientific fact, but they have the brand recognition and a four-decade head start over everybody else. So four or five decade, however long. So no, I don't think they should. And the sooner everyone just focuses on their own shows and not worries about what the other guy's doing, I think we're all going to be better for it. Um, you know, you're know, you always going to have the nerds who are going to say, this sucks because it's rah, rah, rah. And, uh, Just ignore that noise. Watch the show you want to watch. Don't watch the show you don't want to watch. And just enjoy yourself. You only get one shot. You might as well have some fun. All right? We went a long way. That was a lot. Sorry. We went off on a couple of tangents there, but I think we're going to be fine. Um, All right. Thank you for that. So, no. Short answer. Too long, didn't listen version. Should AEW or another company try to compete with WWE? No. No, they should not. And it like the landscape for that, the landscape has changed, and the, that ship has sailed, in my opinion, because we have the ability to watch shows whenever we want after they air. And I think that um, that's that. All right, all right. I think we covered that pretty well, wouldn't you say? All right, that was. We're probably going to cut some of that out. We probably won't. I don't know. Anyway, all right, Pat. I got a question for you. Sorry if you've answered this before, but how do you decide on which topics go in which episodes? Well, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, that's an easy one, because there's no. It's easy and it's not. It's easy because the format of the show is I can basically talk about whatever I want. Right. Sometimes I do a themed episode when the holiday comes up or I have, you know, some some things in a row that are all like questions that are all about the same thing. I can handle that. Um, I don't think I've ever done that, actually. (laughs) But no. So the beauty of this being a, a a hodgepodge type show is that's not really a concern. It's not really an issue of like, oh, I can't talk about this and this in the same show. Says who? The decision maker on this is me. And so I just kind of go, okay, we have this, we have this, we have this, and we'll just put them all in and we'll see how long it goes. And we might kick some stuff to the newsletter or to next week or to whatever. Um, but generally, as long as I have a handful of topics to go on, I just go, okay, here we go. We have this, we have that, we have that, and then we do sports. And that's basically how the show goes. Like It's really easy. It's, it's easy to put this show together because of the way I structure it. And that is, we have a song, we got our topics from things that happen to me in my life, things that happen to you that you tell me about, questions that I have for you that either I come up with or someone else comes up with, questions that you have, like we're doing today, or things I find on the internet that are funny that I want to talk about. And it's just like, I I spend a lot of time online, maybe too much, um, but that's kind of where it comes. That's how the topics come up. And then as far as putting them together in a show like the, the beauty of this show is that I don't really need to have a structured format. So I don't have to be like, okay, today we're talking about, you know, dumb things online. Maybe if I did that, I could get more listeners. Cause I would have like a soul, a singular focus. Uh, but that's never what I wanted this iteration of the show to be, uh, which I've talked about already at length on this show and every show I've done. But I never wanted this to be like a one shot deal, like a, a one lane thing, unless it's a holiday. Uh, And even then, we're kind of skewing off topic there. But yeah, generally, it's um, how do I decide what goes where? It's just a matter of timing and how much time I have to record the show, how many things, like how long I think I can go on certain topics versus not. Um, And yeah, it's just, all right, we have this, we have this, we have this, and maybe we cut this last thing and put it somewhere else. That's really how it goes. I'm sorry, that's not a great answer, I know, but yeah, it's kind of just like, what do I feel like talking about this week? And what do I have time? It's two questions. What do I feel like doing this? Is this going to be fun to talk about? Or is this like is this going to make sense if I talk about it? And two, am I going to have time to really flesh out whatever the topic is? Those are the two questions I ask myself when I come up with topics or questions or whatever. And if those answers are yes, I put them in. If not, then we rework it uh, or we just do it anyway later and hope it works out. And most of the time I think we do. Okay. Let me know if I don't do. Okay. I need you to tell me because then I can fix some things, but otherwise I think we're doing fine. Um, so yeah, sorry. That's not a great answer. It's kind of random. It's kind of just like, all right, this sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds good. And then we take a break. We break it up with a, you know, we segment it on purpose, uh, for editing and for kind of first we talk about, uh, you know, this thing and then we talk about sports and then we have this. So, um, yeah, the uh, the freedom that I have on this show is really great. Not so great for trying to get sponsors if I was going to do that, because what's your show about? A eh, little this, a little that, but uh, it's great for being really easy to put an episode together. I can put an episode together in three minutes if I really tried. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, because you asked so many questions, I didn't have to. But yeah, generally, it's just things that happen to me in my life, things that happen to you, questions I have, questions you have. And uh, and we go from there. As far as what goes where when, there's no real formula for that. It just kind of whatever I have time to do. So there you go. Thank you for the question. All right, uh, Pat, I have a retail question for you. Oh, thank you. Why do you think shoppers got so mad at you about coupons? Man, you know I've never really thought about this. I mean, in the moment I did when people would get <laughs> would get so mad, they would rip their rip up their coupons and throw it at me, or the lady who got mad because she couldn't read the sign that I put up and pointed to and she got furious about that or like oh why do you need to see my id or things like that um if i have to come up with an answer right now i think what i would say is entitlement right it's got to be that you've never heard like no one has ever prepared you that someone's going to say no to your question right like oh can i do this no you can't cuz we're not going to do it and then you stomp your feet I'm imagining this person as a child and you stomp your feet and whine and cry and the parents give in to not hear you anymore. Right. And so you do that and you're like, Oh, this tactic can work. If I raise my voice and, um, stomp and throw things and whatever, I'll just get what I want. And then they run into me who doesn't take that. And, <laughs> and things go differently for them. And it's like when we dealt with the psycho neighbor, right? And I said, Hey, please don't park behind my house. And he decided to do all his things. Right? That's somebody who's never heard the word no. Someone who's never been told, hey, don't do this. It's not yours. Don't use it. Or like, hey, this thing you have doesn't work. Like, this coupon is old and you can't use it. Or you're trying to buy something that's on sale and that's excluded from this coupon. So it's not going to work. And so I think if I have to make a guess and I never, like, in the moment, like, oh, wow, what an idiot, what a jerk. But thinking about it years later, I would have to say that there were people who never heard the word no. Or we're taught, like every year around the holidays, some lady will go on the Today Show and talk about holiday shopping and returns and all this stuff, and they'll always say this phrase, don't take no for an answer. If the clerk says no, ask to speak to a manager. They will always say that in some form or fashion on some talk show, on the Today Show, or whoever's the daytime show is. They will go on there, and they will say every year, do not take no for an answer, ask to see a manager, when really, I've said this many times, sometimes the answer is no, and you, the shopper, as an adult, you gotta learn to be okay with that. And many people were not, that gave me a lot of great stories, which is, uh, I'm not gonna say I've thought about going back to the store, but I do miss the stories. I will say that. So if anybody out there works in retail currently, and you have a story, of a customer just losing their mind over not being able to save $4 and 80 cents on a purchase or whatever. I would like to hear it, please. Everywhere at the Melting Pat, let me know because um, I miss those stories for sure. But hey, why do I think they got so mad? I just think they're not, they weren't used to saying no, hearing no. And they hear all these things like, oh, mom watches the Today Show you know, 30 years ago. Oh, that's right. And you know, mom doesn't take no for an answer. And mom asks for the manager and the kid sees it and goes, okay, that's how I'm supposed to handle this. And like certain dumb people who, uh, who claim to be experts on things on Facebook, uh, they take that one lesson, although those guys take one science lesson they learned when they were 14 and never adapt or change it. But anyway, it's a different story. Um, they take that one lesson from mom. They don't take any other lessons, like, hey, be nice to people. Uh, <laughs> they take that one lesson from mom where she doesn't take no for an answer and asks for the manager and causes a scene over a, a stump a stupid thing that's irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. And they carry that on, and they're jerks about it. I remember I had one lady who uh, her kid was trying to use his debit card. Kid was like my age. And I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's not signed. And I'm like, hey, do you have ID? And he's like, ah, oh, no, I don't. And I was like, all right, well, I can't use your card because I don't know that this is you. And his mom was standing next to him. She's like, it's him. What do you mean? I'm like, okay, but I don't know that. He could be anybody. I don't know who that is. And so she storms away. And he's like, he looked, he leans in, and he goes, I'm so sorry, dude. So <laughs> sometimes people got it. But just like the, oh, why can't I do this? I've done it this way so many times before. Well, you shouldn't have. And someone gave in because you probably complained a lot. And they shouldn't have because they're then validating this behavior, this childish behavior. They're saying it's okay because or you think it's okay, because if you do it enough, somebody's gonna get tired of it and give in, so you walk away. Which does like it did happen. Sometimes we would have to do that because we didn't want a real scene, and then somebody calls corporate and then that's da, 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 a whole big thing, and they get what they want anyway. And then we get talked to about it because corporate had to get involved and it's just a whole thing. So yeah, there are some times where you have to give in, but why do I think they do I just think they never heard no. And I think the people who go on the Today Show every year, the pretty ladies who get on there, uh, you know, the pretty ladies get on and say, hey, don't take no for an answer, speak to the manager, right? I think a lot of people take that advice to heart because that's where they get their, uh, their life advice from. And they don't understand that sometimes the answer is going to be no. And I think that's why they got so mad because they've never been told no and don't understand why it's no because they just say, hey, I have this. It says this. I want to use it. What do you, why can't you just let me do this? And then you have to explain it and they get mad and then they rip it up and throw it at you. And then I'm in this room now. So yeah. Why do I think shoppers got so mad? I think it's because they never heard no and didn't understand what that meant. So there we go. Hope everybody's doing well out there. All right. Last one, Pat, do you have any plans to put more show stuff on YouTube? Not really. I don't love doing video stuff. I also don't have time to, like I used to pull out segments and put them on because people asked about it. Um, But I do not have time to do that. I'm sorry. I'm really busy. And yeah, work's kicking my ass and I got home stuff to do. And it's just the whole thing. Um, If I have time, maybe. One thing that I really would love to do is animate some of my segments and stories, like some retail stories. I'd love to animate them. There was a program years ago where you could put it like you got to pick an anime, a background, a cartoon background, and put in a couple of characters. And you type in the dialogue and then like they robot voice it back and forth to each other. You can add laugh tracks and sound clips. I cannot remember the name of the software or the website. I'm sure it's gone now because it was probably Flash. But, oh, man, I wish I had something like that that didn't cost me another monthly subscription because I just, like, that's what I would do is I would animate some of the segments and stories that I tell you and put them on YouTube uh, so you could see them in a different way, but I don't have the time to learn another software. Like, I would want a plug-and-play like here's the scene, it'd be, you know, scene at a cash register. Here's the customer, here's the employee, here's the dialogue back and forth. And we do that. So if anybody knows how that can work, I don't want to animate anything myself. I don't want to I don't have anyone else animate anything. I want that all to be done for me. If this still exists, a program where I could just, you know, pick a scene and put in two, you know, character models, two stick figure people, um, like a South Park kind of thing and do the dialogue myself and have that create a scene. If that program, if a program like that still exists, please let me know. Cause that's what I want. That's the thing that I want to do. That's what I would do on YouTube. I don't really do video stuff. I don't have time and I didn't do, I didn't comb my hair today. Uh, so we're not doing that, but (laughs) so yes and no. Um, I would like to for certain things, but overall, not really. Um, I'll put the show up there and I'll see what else I can put up there. I don't know, but, uh, Generally, no, not really a thing. I'm, put I put the show there because sometimes people like to listen there. They prefer to listen there, uh, which is fine. But no real plans to do a lot of YouTube stuff because I just I don't have time. I don't like doing video stuff anyway, and I don't have time to do that right now. But if you would like to help me out, let me know. If you have any ways to, uh, if there's something you want to see, I guess with my YouTube channel, let me know, and I will uh, will do all we can together. All right. All right. So there we go. That's the mailbag. I know. So I told you a few questions, few questions. Um thank you so much. This was great. Again, I had no plans for this week. So, well, I did, but it didn't come to fruition yet. Uh so the backup plan was, "Hey, let's see what's in here." And there were all these questions. So <laughs> So, thank you very much. I hope I answered all your stuff. Uh the best way to to contact me is at the Do it through the contact form because I get that twice uh notifications by the way i get those twice so there you go with that that's all the stuff i have for you today we're going to you know what we had a we had another thing but i'm out of time so we're going to kick that to next week to our little positive message so instead we will uh we're not going to break up the thing cuz i don't have time to do that so here's what we'll do we'll just go to the captain and then we'll end the show sound good all right so if he's there great if not you hear the slap shot sound or something and then we just move on but in any case we will cross our fingers and toes and hope that the captain is available to do the thing to let us know what is going on with the Fly Guys. So, my friend, the floor is yours. Take it away.
2: Hey, hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers update. Yeah! Woo! Guys. Now, I know in the beginning of the season and throughout my updates, we have tried to temper expectations. We have talked about a regression to the mean with this young flyers team are they still rebuilding what is going on guys i think i'm officially on the side of we are way ahead of this rebuild this team is really hitting its stride so don't take my word for it let's just look at this recap so last friday the flyers ended up beating the wild 4-3 4 to 3 in overtime. That was the beginning of a three-game road trip. Now, we weren't sure what was going to happen on this road trip. So, the Flyers beat the Wild on Friday in overtime 4 to 3. Then Saturday, a back-to-back, they're taking on one of the best teams in the league, the Winnipeg Jets. They ended up shutting them out in their house 2 to nothing with Sam Erson earning yet another shutout. Then the Flyers go to St. Louis to take on the Blues Monday and they end up beating them four to two. Now, you could be saying to yourself, all right, well they had just a great road trip. That That's awesome. But let me tell you the difference between this season and seasons past. John Tortorella, after that road trip, said, you know what? We have two games in between that road trip and our next home game, the start of a four-game homestand. I'm gonna give all these guys two full days off. No practice, no skating, just recoup, be with your families, enjoy. And the Flyers responded. Last night they ended up winning five to one, beating the Dallas Stars. Yet another Western Conference team that has the top, one of the top slots in the Western Conference. I mean, my goodness, this game had it all. So the Flyers had a penalty shot goal by scott lawton they had a power play goal by cam atkinson and they had a goal of the year candidate goal by owen Tippett. i mean my goodness if you didn't see this goal you need to watch it just beautiful just from his end to the other end skating through guys Took a little dip to the middle, spun around, backhand right over the far corner shoulder. I mean, my goodness, it was beautiful. One of the best goals I have ever seen. So the Flyers, again, continuing on this uh, four-game homestand. They're going to be taking on the Avalanche on Saturday at home, and then the Senators Sunday. And then they're going to be taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning on Tuesday, and that will wrap up their four-game homestand. So the Flyers, five straight wins, are second in the Metropolitan Division right now. The Flyers are cooking. Guys, I am so excited to see what this team can continue to do and just meet and surpass my expectations for this season. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting pad on Next Level Radio.
0: And there you have it, the Melting Path, the next level network, just in case he wasn't there. And that's okay. There you go. Maybe we learned something about the Flyers. Maybe we did not. I don't know. We'll find out together. Well, I'll find out before you. But anyway, that's all. My thanks to A New Nowhere for the song, Get Wretched, where you get your things. A New Nowhere on social media. Do the things over there. Tell him I sent you and uh, tell him I'm sorry it took so long. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Jimmy from Mayfair or whoever send in the questions for this week. You really helped me pad out the show today, so I appreciate that. Hope I answered them in a satisfactory manner. If not, I'll revisit anything. That's a, that's my policy around here. I will revisit anything and everything. If you didn't think I did a good job, I'll try again. All right, all right. Next week, I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. But uh, hopefully, everything's everybody stays dry and warm and cuddly and cozy and safe and whatnot. And uh, we'll all we're all in this together, man. And we'll, man, ladies and gentlemens. That's a weird way to say that, but that's all, all right? All right, thank you so much. Oh boy, we had fun. That was a fun one, right? Did we have fun? We had a good time. I did. I think we're good. We are good to go over here. Yes, yes, we'll do mine, but check out g Eleven Special Sauce at uh, philadelphonic.com for more, all right? Check them out. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash pat. You got like a 20-minute bonus for this week. Uh, I recorded it before the show and decided, hey, this is going to go as a bonus separately, and not at the top of the show that no one listens to. So there you go. Join that. Sign up for the newsletter. Join the Facebook group. Do all the things. All the links are at themelticpat.com. So there you go. Do all the stuff, all right? Thanks for being here. I love you very much. Also, there's a network tab on the website there, so check out all the shows that are going on around here, and tell them I sent you or not do whatever you want. All right. All right. This has been an Ape boiling production. So until next time, my friends have fun, be safe. Thank a veteran, wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thank you very much. You've been inside the melting Pat on the next level network. Go crap. Open a cold one.